Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Put down your textbooks. It's time for Must Have Seen TV, the podcast dedicated to the sitcoms of the 20th century from I Love Lucy to News Radio. I'm your TV guide, Brett White, and I'm also a reporter producer for Decider.com. And this week I am joined by Becky Shacoin and returning guest Matt Little. Hello. Hello. Matt. Hello. What's going on? Hello. What's up? Happy to be back. <laughs> Back on the mic. First ever a three-peat guest. Uh-oh. That's right. Yeah. That's you? Yeah. Matt is a three-peat guest? Wow. No, it was you. Surprise. Oh, yeah. I forgot. <laughs> I was on this twice. You right. previously <laughs> played the parts of Kirk DeMoe. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And Dan Chamberlain. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, it was about a year ago that Matt came on to do uh, Friends. Yes. Oh, classic. We did Friends, and then the first one we did was Full House. And the second, yeah. Oh, so wow. we did Full House. Yeah, yeah. Some and weirdly classics. enough. I didn't, which I did not expect, is this is actually a mashup of both of those episodes because this episode was written by the guys that wrote that Friends episode. Unbelievable, and really? it, and it was produced Produce by Jeff Franklin, who did Full House. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so, technically wow. Full House takes place, or uh, this does take place yeah. in the House of Earth. Yeah, or the, the Franklin verse, the TJF, because like step by step and yeah. Family Matters, they're yes. all in the same. Yeah, yeah, Perfect Strangers. Uh, you know, the, the snow globe from St. Elsewhere. Yeah. <laughs> They're all in the same universe. So this week we are traveling to March 2nd, 1993. Falling Down ruled the box office. A Ooh. Whole New World by Peebo Bryson and Regina Bell topped the charts. And ABC aired the Hanging with Mr. Cooper episode, The Unteachables. Y'all must have seen The Unteachables before today. I mean... Um, Certainly, I must have. <laughs> you must have seen. But were were I to remember it is a different story. <laughs> yeah. But I loved to hang with Mr. Cooper growing up. He was in the TGIF block. I yeah. loved it. So here's what I'm. Uh, you know, I didn't know who Mark Curry was prior he to was this show coming on. Right? Yes. And oh, okay. the show now that is, makes sense to me. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 The show is just so centralized around him already being this person that, like, yeah. everybody knows. Well, right? when he come, well, we're getting, I'll jump ahead a little bit, but to say, when he comes out on stage, applause. Applause, right. every At time. top of the episode. Right, yes. right. Yeah. You and came to see him do his stand-up act within yeah. Mr. Cooper. Yeah. Or he's standing <laughs> in the kitchen set doing yeah. his stand-up. Yeah. So, yeah. was he also a basketball player, or, like, a college basketball player, or... In real life? 
Yeah. I think he might have played college basketball. That's worth looking up. Um, when I hear Stephon Curry. Maybe that's what I, I was... Think, yeah, there you go. I do think Mr. Curry. Yeah, the other, Mr. Curry. Wait, is it Steph Curry or Stephon Curry? Steph. Steph. But is it short for anything? Yeah, yeah. It's short for Stephen. Okay, good. Yeah. So you're so, close. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know any of the ball sports. Okay, um, but normally he does coach basketball? He is a coach. He is a coach? Because, yeah. Okay, so he is a coach, coach. And he's in Oak Town? I think or is I remember... It? They're in Oakland. Oakland. Yeah, they're Someone in Oakland. Someone was wearing an Oak Town shirt in this. Yes. I feel like I remember... Is Oak Town a thing? Is that's, that what they call Oakland? That's a nickname. So, okay. like, the, the song <laughs> California Love, okay. when they're calling out uh, various <laughs> towns yeah. at the end, and they're like, Frisco... Oak Town, Oak Town, definitely in the house. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, this is all shit. I'm like, I don't. Yeah. And it's also across the bay from San Francisco. House. So yeah. you know, we have a dog in Oak Town that is just a crazy slobber mess, and then you have Comet, the golden yeah. retriever, over in San Francisco, the bougie dog. Yeah. Who lives by the park. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of the painted ladies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so that- Mark Curry, not. Not a basketball player, but I will say that his uh, Wikipedia biography entry is a little bit confusing because it says that he's best known for his role as an ex-basketball player. Okay, yeah, that's, it's all oh, just so... Yeah. yeah. The character is so suited to him. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like, like, uh, I definitely watched Hang on Mr. Cooper growing up all yeah. the time. I yes. feel like... There were the there were shows though that I didn't keep track of as well, uh-huh. and I feel like... And it might be because growing up like... For the most part, during their heydays, like Home Improvement, Step by Step, Full House, Family, Family Matters, Matters they all mainly kept the same cast. Like, they, yeah. there was a continuity. Like, you know, a Judy Winslow would disappear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Later on, a Brendan Lambert would disappear. But that was well after I stopped watching Step right. by Step. Right. But Hang On, Mr. Cooper, I always felt a... Retroactively, I thought that maybe it was like a mid-season replacement or did like air to regularly. But no, like it... It ran every, like, September to May yeah. for four seasons. Yes. But from my childhood recollection, I thought that it was on irregularly. I think because I remember it when it got added to the TJF lineup. Yeah, because it was right? initially. Yeah, and so then it was, like, it was added and, like, taken away or yeah, something. That might have, like, that's it was how so... I remember it, that it was, like, in and out of the lineup. But I definitely did watch this because I remembered... I remember when they added season two, when they added Raven Simone and Nell yeah. Carter. Yes, um, to the cast and took away Don Lewis, who, what's her name on the show? Because there's Vanessa and... I can't remember her character's name. Yeah, I should have. Oh, I need to man. get better. I need to have, like, yeah, a printout. Was, I need to have, yeah. like, print out the IMDb mm-hmm. page and just, yeah. like, hang it right here. <laughs> yeah. uh, but, like, when she left it, I remember being like, oh, we're, I don't like change. Yeah. Like, I don't like this. Uh-huh. Uh, and they promoted Tyler to a regular. Yeah. Yes. Who, now he, uh, Robin, kid. Robin, yeah, by the way, Robin and Vanessa. Robin, Robin and Vanessa, And yeah. Tyler just inexplicably shows up halfway through the first season. And he's yeah. a neighbor? Yeah. Yeah, okay. the neighbor yeah. boy. Which, he's like, the, the yeah. audacity, the yeah. audacity of neighborhood children in a, yeah. in a sitcom. <laughs> just walk to in just walk into your house, to just bring their big-ass dog into yeah. your house, <laughs> and just, like... Take over your home as their own. Yeah. And, and the show. It's like, hey, your yeah. household needs more rating, ratings. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm going to hang around and get some attention. Jeff Franklin just has to have, like, a, a child farm somewhere. Yeah. Where he's, child like, growing Yeah, you, you're next. You're next. So, yeah, this week on Must Have Seen TV, we're talking about the Hangover Mr. Cooper episode, The Unteachables. It's the 18th episode of season one and was written by Jeff Astroff and Mike Sikowitz. And directed by Tony Singletary. Here's how Hulu describes the episode when Mark teaches a history class for lazy students. 
Coach Ricketts wagers that he can't get them to study. How accurate is that description? Not, Not really. really. Coach Ricketts doesn't do anything. Coach Ricketts is apparently mentally ill. Yes, <laughs> like he has severe PTSD like, yeah. from Vietnam, Jesus and it is treated what? as entertainment. Yeah. The man is. I, I'm just going to jump right to it. The most disturbing part of the episode yeah. is when they cut to the man eating a jar of a bugs. A yeah, giant yeah. like bugs. They're out enormous. Of his mouth. Like no they're reason. hanging out of his mouth. Yes. I don't know what that was supposed to symbolize. It was just. Nuts. I think it was like he's crazy and it's funny. Earlier, yeah. well, early, earlier in the episode like, when they were says, trying to decide yeah. what the wager would be, yeah. he suggests that. How about a dollar? How about the loser has to eat a bag of bugs? Dollar's fine. Well, I think there are also like a few jokes of just like people being crazy in general. It's hilarious. And I yeah. think that's like the sign of the times. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, so the, yeah. A, the actual episode, there are two plots. The A plot is Mark does take over teaching a lazy history class and he, he challenges yeah. the stuffy English advanced history professor to a like yeah. competition. Yeah. Rick is not you an know, idea to do it. I wouldn't even say stuffy. Teacher, I'd say asshole teacher. Yeah. Like, his Britishness has nothing to do with the fact that he's an asshole. No. He's an asshole who happens to be British. Yeah. He's a British villain. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then the B plot is Tyler has a giant St. Bernard that he wants, but Vanessa also loves it, and they fight over it. Like, is a dog then in the rest of the, no. the series? It's just yeah. the one. No, this, oh, that's right, because yeah. Tyler took it back and then we don't see it anymore. Yeah, this yeah. dog is gone. This yeah. conversation, I feel like, was the conversation that happened in the writer's room <laughs> so when this dog writers around. presented yeah, is the dog around this the plot. The oh, and the B-plot yeah. is Tyler gets a big-ass yeah. dog. <laughs> and, then we have, and then yeah. we have a dog, right? No, of course not. No, no. <laughs> that dog's gone. No, we don't have a dog budget. So the episode... Starts. The episode starts in a way that I was blown away by and I've never seen uh, happen and I forgot that the show apparently did this it comes out with him it's in the kitchen set he walks out Mark Curry walks yeah. out right the audience applauds and then he does like an, a bit an intro alright hey welcome to hang with Mr. Cooper yes I'm gonna fill you in on what tonight's show is all about it starts with a little boy and a little dog Whoa! I mean, a little boy and a big dog. Uh, as if we don't understand how television, like how sitcoms work. Yeah. Now, are you going to be yourself in this show? Is <laughs> this actually your house? And then it also was about the B plot. Is what he yeah. talked about. Yes. He didn't even talk about the actual because he like he does history. some chorus that explains it all, like snapping people into existence. Yes. yes. Or does Tyler and the dog walk in? No, he he they, snapped them. He yeah. snaps them into existence. And Tyler's like, "My dad won't let me keep this dog." And yeah. then he's like. I know how hard it is living with a dog because I have to live with these two snap and then these two dogs. Yes. <laughs> oh, you, oh my yeah. God! You know what I just realized? Okay, so uh, Mark, uh, Mr. Cooper has uh, several of the Infinity Gems, right? Mm. And that's how he's able to do this. But the okay. and, and what they are, they're hidden in plain sight. Uh, did you see the different colors of suits that he was wearing oh. in this episode? Each of them manifested them in. Yeah, yeah, has been manifested like, into a suit. That's why you can snap people in and out. Yeah, of yeah. So that was the reality like gem that he was wearing at the beginning. See, yeah, I think that this makes sense because yeah. well, we as we'll it. get to, the opening credits have all those colors. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, so yeah, then he just like runs through the plot. Like I guess it's like we have to introduce 
No, you don't. He like no. didn't even he, really. He talked about the doc and then talked about how he lived with these two women that are crazy. Yeah, that was like it, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, he was just was like, like women, right? Do you think it was like added in later because you said it was this was like the most watched episode? What if people were like, we don't really get what's going on. Can we add like a little intro? Yeah. <laughs> you don't just get a doc. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have to place the audience yeah. for them yeah. having a doc. Uh, but like, yeah, he, um, he like snaps both the women away like one at a time because they're nagging. They're yeah. nagging. Yeah. Yeah. They're yeah, like, yeah. And then Tyler's like, you got to teach me how to do that. And it's like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's a, that's a great lesson. That's, yeah. that's the type of lessons we were teaching women us kids are in the annoying 90s. annoying and loud. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they should be snapped out of existence. Yes. Yeah. When, when, uh, I write down like Mark Curry, the genie. Mark this, Curry, yeah. the genie. That's yeah. very like, I just, my dream of genie stuff. Yeah. So then, I think we can spend the next like thirty minutes just talking about the opening credits. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So this was this was the thing that I was very excited that we were watching a season one episode yeah. because the opening theme is by Holly Robinson uh, Don and Lewis. Don Lewis and En Vogue. Yeah. And it is. Uh, it also is all about a man. It has nothing to do with them. Yeah. This this opening like, credit sequence does not pass the Bechdel test. Yeah, I don't think it has anything to do with the show itself in general. They're just like he's really handsome and cute. Yes. Like, yes. Like, yes. Like, the whole thing. He just kind of stands around in the background, like who me? Yeah. But then, like they don't have the women are like, a crush on him though in the show. No. Like, no. They know. kind of actively like find him annoying. Yeah. Yeah. There was um, there was an episode of this show called Twelve Angry Viewers on MTV, and basically they used to vote whether yeah. or not a show a video would stay on MTV. Yeah, and MTV like immediately canceled and abandoned the concept when like the the people on the show would vote off like Master P videos that were hyper popular. Oh yeah, one of them was the very first time NSYNC was played on MTV, and it was the video for Tearing Up My Heart, and one of the one of the people watching the video, uh, I'm going to bring this back around in a second. Yeah. One of the people watching the video it was Holly Robinson. Yeah, <laughs> it was this kid. He goes, "Here's the thing. This song is all about how these five boys want this girl so badly, and there is no scene with any of these boys and a girl. And like, all of this is how cool the guy is. And at no point are they interacting with him until the very end when they're just like dragging him off the set." I don't How know. Does that bring it back? Well, it's just kind of the same thing, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like this sort of like, oh my god, he's so cool. I want to be around him all the time. At no point are we around him yeah. in this yeah. opening sequence. Just dancing. So yeah. it's like all the women, all in Vogue and the two female leads of the show are all wearing like black sequin dresses and like uh-huh. white feather boas yes. and they're like yes. you know the opera gloves and they're yes. all like in Vogue supremesing it up. They're all standing. It's the most 1992-93 yes. thing I've ever like. Yeah, I, the, sh- the yeah. shot of Cooper, of Mark Curry, doing a layup on a basketball court in front of an orange cloud sky behind yeah. him at like a yes. Dutch angle. Yes, <laughs> and like all of like like if there's just paper up in the background, it's like an acid wash paper. Yeah. Like, all of, all of the colors are, like, sublimated. Yeah, I don't remember the video, so I think I remember the credits when they changed it, where I think he was just playing basketball, I feel like, in the credits. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. Because the then there was another one where it was, like, all of them, like, posing. Just hanging and, like, around. Yeah. And, yeah. and they're, yo, Coop, what's up? I'm trying to remember what the second theme song is. Yeah. I mean, this one is stuck in my head. Yeah. It's, Coop. Yeah, 
like, hanging with my mate is awesome. It's yeah. really good. Yeah. I don't know why you would ditch that. I mean, yeah. well, I guess because the, the woman video. who sings it is not on the show. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> that, <laughs> yeah. Makes yes, sense. that makes sense. That makes sense. The bummer in the writer's room when they're the production is like, oh, fuck, we have to do a new theme song. Yeah. She oh, did it. Man. Oh, man. But like, and all the titles, all the subtitles or all the names and stuff or in that 90s spot where every letter is a different, different size, font, color. and color. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and it's, With it's, a shadow background. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Drop shadow yeah. and weird artifacting around it. It's, yeah. It is just a marvel of tech, of like 90s technology. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I could just live, <laughs> live in it. It's, it that is, perfect. it's weird, the 90s aesthetic that was introduced with like with like this and like the opening credits of like Saved by the Bell where there it's yeah. just random shapes just funky oh, shapes yeah. around like, static and... like it's almost like a guessing game like can you tell which of these is a shape and which of these is actually a letter yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's like when you look back at old like 90s comics and stuff just text was huge yes you'd have like cuz there would be um you know i remember i'm picturing you know like a trading card ad or something right like, it's a good bet your kid's favorite mutant saint turtles yes and it's like a kid with like sunglasses and then like down the side is just like a block of text and then it probably has like a picture of card and like even more text at the bottom of yes here's like impels new like blah blah yeah yeah it's like mutants aren't underground they're in your closet they're in this new pack of x-men trading cards (laughs) that's what i guess when got milk came out in the late 90s that's probably like a reaction that because it's just two words got milk yes Oh, and usually, like, a little, like, quote of, like, when I'm out, like, busting ghosts, I need yeah. to drink some Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when they had the Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, that was, that was the Michael yeah. Jordan ad. Yeah. <laughs> when I'm out busting ghosts, ghosts. what the fuck Jordan. is he doing? Listen, okay, yeah. basketball, now baseball, now ghost busting. Yeah. yeah. got to pick a lesson. guy. <laughs> so then the episode itself starts. Unfortunately, we, we, that was 30 minutes, guys. We oh, man. Out. Well, I had so much fun being I'm here today. talking about the opening yeah. So it opens up in the, in the, like, the teacher's lounge. And we got to talk about the just blatant sexual harassment against Mr. Cooper. Yes. Yeah. From that teacher. I don't know. What does she teach? I have no idea. Probably sex ed. I feel like. Because she is horny for my Yeah. Professor, throw it in. Yeah. (laughs) But also it's that thing, that trope where she's like, I love you. How about Patty? I love you. I, I mean, I'd love to. Yeah. <laughs> that is actually a line. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. they're like, someone should like moderate. And she's right. like, I love, no. Yeah. <laughs> but then we like, we meet all the teachers. That's where we also meet um, the PE guy, Coach Ricketts, I guess. Coach Ricketts. a nut job. So, but isn't Mr. Cooper supposed to be also the gym teacher? Yeah, he's also, because he walks in and teacher. the Coach Ricketts is mad because like, your, your PE department has a dress code, you don't wear suits. He's like, yeah. I'm wearing tube socks. Like, yeah. Ah, that's a joke. Yeah. So, so, Coop is a former basketball player and right. now he's a substitute teacher in, uh, in Oakland public schools right and usually he does pe eventually on the show he becomes the basketball coach okay at the school but so usually he's yeah not substituting history right yeah right this is a done in one (laughs) so which i love because he was like all gung-ho he was like i believe in my abilities to teach these kids and it's like you've literally never taught a history class in your life and now you're gonna go to like apparently the hardest class where it made the other teacher Go crazy? Yeah. yeah. Like, go, they quit? Yeah. Because these kids were insane? Also, isn't it, it, like, if you think about the questions he was giving them, he was just 
all over the place. No, it's like all trivia. Yeah. Um, he, like, really, in the first, like, ten seconds, he jumps from Vietnam to the Revolutionary War. Yes. By connecting them. Maybe that's a good teaching method. Right. I don't know. Uh, but it is also <clears throat> funny, like, he just has those facts also ready to go. Yeah. yeah. Like, we learned that, like, Mr. Cooper knows history. Oh, very well. Oh, yeah. 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 Like, yeah. It's like, very Grandfather well. Claus, yeah. Boston Tea Party, boom, boom, boom. Yep. He can do it all. And I feel like teach like history is not a subject that you just drop a substitute in no. like blind like make up a lesson plan <laughs> yeah be like no you have to be like that's a intense subject yeah that's a like okay cool while we wait you're gonna watch I don't know Gone with the Wind right <laughs> <laughs> we did watch Gone with the Wind in, uh, in other documentaries oh, wait yeah. really like in history class no it was like towards the end of the year and it was like. Uh, they just put Gone with the Wind on on the closed circuit television. Oh, wow. And it was like, yeah, today you're all just going to do this. It was like May 5th. It was yeah. like the last week of school and they just wow. put that on. But we watched Schindler's List every year in different classes. See, I watched Lord. that in English. I watched that in history every year. I think we wow. also watched Saving Private Ryan in school, oh, too. God. Oh, wow. Oh, my I God. we did. That's intense. Wow. I remember there were some movies we had to, like, get, like, our parents had to, like, sign. sign. For Schindler's yeah, List, yeah. they definitely had to sign a paper. Yeah, wow. for that. Um, we also watched The Sandlot a lot in elementary school. Okay, that's perfect. great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is history. Yeah. My brother just got the. Uh, they re-released the PF Flyers from The Sandlot. Oh. Uh, he got a pair of those for his birthday oh. from his wife. Huh, that's nice. Yeah. So uh, the guy, the guy that plays the history teacher, his name is Oliver Muirhead. Okay, because he's okay. just that guy. Yeah, he's, he's a stuffy also, British dude. He's also he's like if you can't get John Cleese, yeah, you get this. Is he guy. actually British? Oh. I would have. I would have. Oliver Muirhead? Yeah, I think he's pretty British. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's pretty British. yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, he was one of the announcers in Best in Show, right? Oh, that's what yes. I, yeah. yes. Yes, 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 yes. Um, that's where I think I recognized him from. I love that they had just two history classes, and they apparently put all the the lazy kids in one class. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. they were like, and these kids were like, this is who we are, and it's like... It's high school, so they have many classes to go to. Yeah. You know, so like, it's like the this... other classes, they're split up, I guess. Yeah, I also like that this class has a reputation. Like, yeah. they, they're all, like, proud of their reputation. Yeah. Like, yeah, we're all banded together as yeah. being the dumb class. Yeah. We're misfits, and we're proud of it. <laughs> for for a third period, we're yeah. all in this together. And right. then afterwards, they're going, I'm a sterling student in <laughs> yeah. science class. Exactly. Uh, Oliver Muirhead... Uh, is a character actor from London, known for often portraying pompous country gentlemen. Country? Country gentlemen? Wow. Yeah. Okay. In 1986, directed the musical Pantomime, A Christmas Held Captive. I guess I'll have to watch that. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, he basically, like, Mark Curry, he, they're the same person. Yeah. So, basically, Mark... He's like, well, we're going to, like, teach you something. Right. Uh, we'll have a... We'll do a thing that I don't think high schools do. Like, period. No. They don't right. just, like, authorize, like, competitions. Uh, competitions between the smart class and the dumb class. No. Yeah. And Could then, you imagine? And the the loser has to eat a jar of bugs. <laughs> I totally forgot yeah. that was what that was, was what on the line. That was wagered. Did they first wager a dollar? Yes. And then because they said, no, the loser eats a jar of bugs. <laughs> because, okay, so that makes more sense. Because at the end, when yeah. it looks like they're going to lose and they cut to the PE teacher eating yes. beetles, yeah. I did not remember that. And I was like, oh, this, yes. what is happening? That yeah. was what the... I thought it was like a cautionary tale of like, no, don't lose your mind, kid. <laughs> <laughs> really crazy. Yeah, oh, also, yeah. why would you, why is the PE teacher, job, though, yeah. why is that PE teacher 
at this competition between two classes that has nothing to do with the He's in charge of the bugs. He's there to make sure that other people get on board. He's like, I finally more people eat bugs with me. He's in charge of the bugs. He's Louise. So, um, so when we go back to home, so well, then they they determine that. Uh, Robin is going to be the objective. She's going to be the Ross Geller of this. Yes. I always flash back to the friends. Oh, yeah. Uh, who knows each other better. She's going to come up with the questions and moderate. Yes. Um, so when we cut back to the house, we jump into the B-plot just running. Just yeah. going, yeah. So it's like, I'm glad we had that intro. So then I do, I, I do feel like that was like after the fact. The network was like... I don't think we understand it. Can we add an intro? Yeah. Hey, yeah. This is what this, hey, guys, this is what this is about. Like, Because yeah. that, that's literally what the beginning is. What but, I feel like you could have had a cult open where the characters just talk. It could have been, yeah, a normal Instead scene. of that time, you just yeah. have like, hey, my dad won't let me have this dog. And Vanessa's like, I don't know, like, oh my god, I love big dog. Like, you just... Right, yeah. there's been like a scene where they're having coffee. What does Vanessa do also? Why is she always in suits? Do we know? I don't know. It sounds like she, she has a lot of money, though. Yeah, she yeah. apparently has a lot of money. Yeah, so that's I don't off, know what that's she does. Right? I mean, because this is a house with like two teachers. So Did she work? She worked at a bank right. or something? I think. See that. Seems like she has some sort of fancy office job because she kept trying to give Robin money. She's always in like a power skirt and in a yeah. power combo. skirt and yeah. suit, big shoulder pads, shoulder pads like that yeah. inverted triangle. Like, yes. Boom. The yes. uh, the '90s Dorito look. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> So the B-plot picks up with um, Dino is the dog. Vanessa and Dino walk in because Vanessa's been walking him. And he has, the little dog has bows in his ears, around his yes. ears. And uh, is also just like kind of a, it's a cute dog. It's also a kind of like ratty, filthy looking dog. Looks dirty. Yes. Yeah. Looks filthy. And yeah. she said like, I just. Let's go play in the mud. <laughs> mud. T- Tyler, I just had him puffed and fluffed. Oh, no, he looks really dirty. Yeah, and I think also, like, his eye was a little messed up. Yeah. He wasn't, like, he looked a... T- old. Yeah. yeah. He looked like an old St. Bernard. Yeah. Yeah. Which I'm, like, you know, adore. Like, yeah, no, very there's no age shaming this St. Bernard. Yeah. I just... I it, the, he has one of those faces that you, you think... In my head, I, when I see a dog like that, I think that dog's, like... Where do you want me? Over here. Yeah. Back Bye. in my day. Yeah. It's the pictures that got small. Did she, she's hugging me. Whatever. Do you have treats? It's a good little actor. Yeah. yeah. He's a good little actor. actor. Yeah. Listen, I'm going to show up and get paid. Just point me whatever way. I don't give a shit. He was really cute, though. He is. He's a sweet dog. Yeah. Yeah, but I guess, we did we know where he... Where Tyler got the dog from? No. No, that is vital up. information yeah. they did not mention. Vital. Directly telling the audience, hey, this is what's so, happening. Yeah. So then I feel like we can each make up our own. Like, where do you think the dog, where did he get the dog? Oh, uh, probably from the other neighbor's house. I think it's just about the dog is going neighbor to neighbor. Because <laughs> <laughs> he just doesn't know, because he is just like, where you want me? Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I live here now, fine. Yeah. Tyler went on a school field trip to a dump, and that was the dump's dog. Oh, oh my that's god, that's good. good. So now he's back. I feel like he was playing uh, near train tracks, and a train pulled up, and a boxcar had like an open side door. The <laughs> dog was just no mysterious hands just shoved, shoved the dog, dog onto him. He's like <laughs> shoved a box of dog. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what's up? I'm Dino. <laughs> Are we hanging out? Great cigar hanging out. This yeah. So they have like a little Tyler comes in and he's like, this is my dog, gender norms, boy dogs don't wear pink bows. Yeah. Like, yeah. Very angry. Of course. Uh, and that's, I mean, is that basically that scene? Oh, that, that scene ends with Cooper coming in and like talking to Robin, like trying to get like 
questions. Quest like pump yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's Lots like reading of, like, into everything. Bad segues and bad puns that he was trying to make. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That whole B plot basically, like when you look at like the writing structure of it, boils down to what. No! And the dog. <laughs> like, yeah, the B-plot for the dog. It's yeah. just, no! Yeah, because it, like, it doesn't really go any... It feels like, oh, fuck, we're five minutes short. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we need to add in something. Or we need something to break up all the other yes. scenes. Which I guess yeah. is what a B-plot does, sir. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So, like, back in the history class, like... All the kids are, like, they don't want any of this. They don't want to learn anything. They were, like, going to give them a honeymoon period. But as soon as Cooper said the word textbook, they were like, cool, honeymoon's over. Yep. Um, They're all, like, proud. So they're just going to walk out of class. Which I was like, where are they going to go? Yeah, seriously, no agenda. No agenda. Just so impulsive. Yeah. So impulsive. I love like this this class this one specific history class is so intimidating that all the fact was like just let them roam the halls just let yeah. them do it. Like, yeah like five yeah, minutes in like a class back. they're gone just don't don't mess with they're them they're good in all the other classes so just let them ruin this one yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah don't look them in the eye when they're in the hall in a group. Yeah. <laughs> what if that was like a rule of like if you are if you're passing five year classes the sixth one you can just mutiny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah. it's like everyone decided. everyone in the class has to be passing all their other classes. Yes. Right. Like, mm-hmm. like come on man we want to mutiny this. Yeah. <laughs> Pull it up in uh, art. <laughs> yeah, we want to really. mutiny in history. <laughs> you gotta you gotta get your perspectives down man. <laughs> come on horizon lines. So like. Cooper is trying to trick them into... He's trying to determine who's going to be on the history team. And he's, like, tricking them into... They're afraid to answer because you might give them a point. You're right! (laughs) We'll give Lewis one point for that answer. (laughs) Come on, Amanda. Now, don't you want to go to the competition? No. An honest answer. Oh, well, you get a point, too. Yeah, which what a Not what a way good, to educate yeah. people. Yeah, trick them into answering things. I was like, this is just a bad lesson plan to begin with. Like, okay, cool. No, for the next week, you're going to be drilling for an like. Basically, trivia. imaginary trivia contest that is not a thing. There yeah. was never like we're not never a section of like now we're studying the Civil War. He just went yeah from question to question. Yeah. At Old one point, trivia. was it Lewis that said you've been drilling us all week until midnight every night? Oh. Also, really irresponsible to keep that that high school students up until midnight. Yeah. Oh, During because the school that, week. Yeah. yeah, because later they are at they're doing it at his house too. Yeah. And yes. He's making them do push-ups when they miss questions. Yes. Yeah. But I feel like, well, that, that floor is probably terrible because that dog, dog. has been slobbering oh, on because, it. Yeah, there's like a slobber towel. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I also, like, they needed to narrow, history is too broad. Too broad. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, it's everything that's ever happened. Yeah. I, I just wish there would have been, like, a, the sec, like a section that they were studying. Yeah. Right? Like, like, Civil War. Right. Cool. Yeah. I thought it was going to be, like, Vietnam at first. Sure, yeah. Because it started with Vietnam, and I was right. like, oh, that'll be an interesting. Then he did the, the red coat thing. Yeah. He, he puts on, he's like, he puts on, like, a red, like, thing around his neck. Okay, aside from this coat, I have on tights and a white, poofy wig. Who am I? Prince! <laughs> Did I say anything about high heels? And then the audience gives him a big hearty follow-up. Yeah. yeah too. <laughs> so after that's over, we learn that Omar Gooding yeah. yes. knows history. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was a wild and crazy kid. Yeah. That's where I recognize oh, him from. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. He's also Cuba Gooding Jr.'s brother. Yeah. Brother. Yeah. Wow. And he, I mean, I feel like Omar Gooding started out with a hotter career. True. Early night. Wild and crazy kids. Following up with hanging Mr. Cooper? Yeah. Are you kidding yeah. me? He's great. 
I was gonna say I feel like he's my favorite. Yeah, yeah. he's really good. Uh, he's yeah. perfect. He's perfect for that sort of um, sitcom. He toes that line of like acting well and hamming it up in front yeah, right, of right, a right, live right. audience. Which is this entire show is right. walking the line between acting well and just hamming yeah, it right. up. Yes. Because it is. Seems like it was a free form set. A lot of like yeah, improv. Yeah. Yeah. Not <laughs> a lot of actors, directors. No. Yeah. yeah. I do feel like. It's kind of like no let one... Mark Curry do what he wants <laughs> yeah. and then just work around that. No one is telling. <laughs> no one is giving Mark Curry a line reading. No, I feel like. definitely He's not. He's just doing Go it. On. Well, he has the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah. You cannot Thank give you. him He's a line reading. Master read. of Reality. Yeah, yeah. So, like, but Omar, or Irvin is his name, and he's like, I, you know, it's not down, I'm not down to be smart. Yes, right. yes, right, I remember that. So he's yeah. like, keeping it quiet, keeping, keeping it, quiet. it cool. He doesn't want to be the secret weapon. I love that they talked about their secret weapons, but then they showed each other their secret weapons. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. not a secret anymore. I have a secret weapon, and here it is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's okay. a really good point. Yeah, okay. Because there's a stuffy uh, little little kid, like another Urkel, basically. He's like, yeah, a, yeah. he's like a well dressed Urkel. Yeah. yeah, he's not like he's not like super nerd, but he is nerdy. Yeah, Oakland and San Francisco did a one to one trade for these. For yeah. Urkel, yeah. Urkel for or Chicago to Chicago yeah. to Oakland did a straight trade one to one. I think the only thing we know that why he's a nerd is because he has like a pocket protector. And yeah, like and his like shirt is tucked in. Shirt's like they had yeah. glasses, and he yeah, also yeah. knows history. Yeah, he knows history. But yeah. so does Urban. So don't right. judge a book by its cover. Right. No, no. Um, and uh, yeah, so they're like going back and forth a little bit in the hallway, and things are getting very tense. Well, very Irvin tense. also dresses like in terms of like visual style. Irvin dresses very contemporary, very cool. He's in cross colors right. through most yeah. of it, and then shows Big, like, up at the end. Necklace, yes. Yeah. Uh, shows up at the very end in a full Carl Kanai outfit. Oh, Carl Kanai was so big in the early nineties. Yeah, it just, uh, it, compared to, like, if you looked at the two of them dressed today, you would think the nerd was a little more closer to, like, uh, uh, contemporary fashion. Mm. Oh, yeah. Wow, good. Raw, flippy. Wow. But it's all kind of, as long as this fucking suit style doesn't come back. Yeah. Oh, it's too late. It is. Like, that type of blazer was on the runway this past winter. It's bad. For next year, yeah. Suits need to fit yes. your fucking yes, body. body. Yeah, it's not supposed to look like a trash bag <laughs> with a breast. <laughs> and like buttons that yeah. just... That know, hang just like hang. out yeah, yeah. somewhere. Yeah, the, the, the flaps of the suit just kind of go. They oh like, man, just like so much of it. Like, yes. Just, because the it's it's always a double-breasted suit and it yeah. is never buttoned. Never buttoned. Mm-hmm. Um, so like if it was buttoned, it would probably be down to I don't know your knees. Like right. that's, but it is never buttoned, so it's just like flapping out in front. Yes. Like it's oh. It's like it's it's like seeing a giant barn with like the doors open. Mm-hmm. You just like yeah. turn and it just like flaps open <laughs> and then yawns. That, it's it. making that moo noise. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Just he had a many of them too. Oh Parker, yeah, Parker, yeah. One for every stone. Yeah. Uh, I mean that was a, that, that was like some that, those were Steve Harvey level suits. Yeah. I, oh God, yeah. I can't handle just get a tailored fucking suit. Yeah. We're talking about this on the nanny episode we did last week where it's like yeah like Niles and uh, Mr. Sheffield suits are just Huge. like they've got to be tamed. You yeah. Got to like rein that shit Huge. in. Yeah. Seriously, and especially like that that's a British character coming from Seville Row. They should know better. Yeah. Oh, the 90s. Uh, so when, in order to, like, get Omar Gooding on board, Mark Curry, just say their real names, is like, look okay, at all Okay, okay. Names someone successful that you think is cool. I, Cosmo. 
No, Dr. Bill Cosby, PhD. Very cool. So really good. <laughs> really too Ooh, sad. The right? 90s yeah. were a different time. <clears throat> yeah, that's the, uh, oh boy. Because I also love that he's referencing the character, Dr. Bill Cosby. Oh, yeah. Right, because it's not, Cosby in real life was a comedian. Yeah, not a I, mean, I guess he probably right. got a, he probably got like an honorary doctorate from somewhere at some point, sure. I'm sure. Oh, he does. He's had uh, at least one or two from, I believe, um, I think Temple, because he, you know, he graduated from Temple and okay. he uh, has invested also, so much money in there. Uh, and... drugged a lot of the women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. well, yeah. you know, they yeah. start early, I guess. Yeah. Uh, uh Jesus. But then he went on to Dr. Martin Luther King. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God, Dr. yeah. Dr. Dre. And then yeah. he said NWA, and he was like, oh, no. And then Irvin got that, and he was like, Dr. Dre. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, <laughs> I, that was, like, uh, besides the Cosby reference, it was a fun little run. Yeah. But, yeah. Good, good. But sad, yeah. yeah. Yes. Every time they mention a Cosby, that's something like on this show, I haven't done a Cosby show yet, and, like, honestly... I don't know. Someone yeah. is going to have to emphatically want to talk about the Cosby right. show for me to do it on this show. Well, because it, I think you think about the fact that, like, oh, those things are happening at that time. Yeah, that's the thing. It was like, yeah. it, it, it has never not been happening. Right, right. It's not one of those, like, oh, no, he went crazy later. It's like, right. you know, you love Frank Miller's 80s comics. Right. And now it's like, okay, now he's kind of, like, anti-Muslim and transphobic and sure. kind of a, and you're like, what is this an guy? insane nut yes. job, but it's like, he's in his 70s and his mind is ravaged by alcohol. Yeah. Like, um, uh, but it's like, Cosby was, was always like, drugging always, women. <laughs> always drugging and raping women yeah. from like <sighs> the 60s to not that long ago. Not that yeah. long ago. Like, ugh. <laughs> in, his, in his old older years, he slowed down. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah, yeah. Just well, like, you, you know, know, you can't, you can't do a lot keep of things. Up. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. just hard to find the time to be a rapist, yeah. gross <laughs> asshole. Yeah. So that's like this is probably the first time we've talked about Cosby on the show. I don't know if it'll happen again. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> I, if someone out there, does, well, someone, if one of my friends is like, I love it, and I want to actually like, get into it, be like, cool, let's do it. Yeah. I never watched Cosby growing up, so I actually don't have any. Mm. like frame for it or any like nostalgia for it I yeah just it as now, like well i know that's one show i never have to binge like right. uh cosby i loved cosby I when i was a kid yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah uh in a different world too different world. yeah 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 Oof. uh so then we get the second half of the b plot which we come back and dino is <laughs> i loved this of uh, yes. she's dino and vanessa are playing tug of war over <clears throat> one of robin's Handcrafted <laughs> Italian shoes made by a cobbler who is who now is dead. dead. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that her yes. mother brought back from Italy. Yeah. Also, they're new. Yeah. This cobbler must have just, <laughs> just died. New shoes. I forgot that they were new. Yeah. The cobbler just died, and she just found out. <laughs> yeah. And her mom was just in Italy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. A lot of just. Yeah. I love that. I've never I did not expect to hear the and term she like, is, like cobbler, cobbler in this episode. Now yeah. dead. <laughs> and also like. Were you leaving the shoes out? They're that special? Yeah, yeah. they're not that special. Out? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so this, this brings up a point that I wanted to make. Um, that So in order to like get over it, Vanessa's like, 200 bucks? Okay, cool. Well, right. Fine. Yeah. And then Vanessa then bribes her again with 200 what did, Oh, after... Yeah. Is it after... Vanessa, like, guilts Tyler into, like, keep, like... Yes. She basically, like, takes the dog Yeah, away. and she was like, don't tell Tyler or something. Yeah, and so then, like... And Robin's like, well, blah, blah, blah. Here's 200 more bucks. Cool, cool, cool. Why... Apparently, Mr. Cooper could just be like, hey, here's $200. Yeah. 
Give me Did all the rights. Oh, wow. Right. Good yeah. point. Wow. I, wrote, I like wrote down bribe her this with two hundred dollars. Yeah. This whole time she could have just been easily bribed. Yeah. She's an inefficient teacher. Because earlier wow. she's like, I'm not telling you, you're never gonna see and yeah. Know, but man, like we know your cost. Yeah. Yeah. Two hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah. Because those Italian cobbler shoes were definitely probably more than two hundred. Must be more. If she brought them also back from Italy. <laughs> Yeah, handcrafted from a dead Italian cobbler. Yeah. Maybe it was a yeah. shitty cobbler. I don't know. Yeah, Could've that's been. true. That's true. These are deep. Could've been in the family. This is a defect yeah. issue. Uh, <laughs> yeah, my daughter won't know the difference. Yeah, <laughs> I uh, I love it. The, um, I mean, yeah, that's basically that scene. There's nothing. <laughs> yeah, that's truly it. That's funny. We uh we so uh Becky and I have a puppy. We do puppy. Um, at Bill the Good Boy on Instagram, and uh we follow a lot of other dogs on Instagram, and one of them that we had met at uh, puppy. a puppy class. Uh huh. Um, they posted a photo of that dog. He's a little palm. Um, had just completely destroyed a pair of uh Louis Vuitton heels, but also like we <laughs> Becky made this point like. We have a shoe cupboard for our like sixty dollars sneakers. Like yeah, if you have Louboutins, why are they anywhere near? <laughs> yeah, just a... kick them off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In your mud room. They're yes, in, they're in a mud uh, room yeah. in New York City. Yeah, no, so it's, it's probably the same thing with the with the handcrafted Italian cobbler shoes. Yeah, <laughs> we learned Robin doesn't take care of her stuff. So no. that's yeah. You know, Robin well, might be a bad roommate. I bet she just leaves stuff around everywhere. That's right. why. That's why she's gone. That's why she's gone in the second season. Yeah, they're like they're they bad roommates. Friend, the, the, their, their backstory is they're friends. Mark and Robin were friends growing up. All three of them, I believe, because were friends from growing up. The second one is his cousin, because his cousin yes. moves in with her daughter Raven Simone from Georgia. Yeah, yeah, um, and that's them. And yeah, then yeah. Nell Carter is the new principal of the school. Yeah, uh, was that the first show Raven was on? Then? No, this she was on Cosby, Cosby show. She was on oh, Duh. Yeah, yeah. Duh. So basically, like, this show was like, give me a break in Cosby, give me your breakout characters, put them on Mr. Cooper, yeah. and help boost them ratings. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so no then we Carter, go... move the needle. Then we finally get to the uh, the big showdown. And the first thing I wrote down was, uh, boxes with buzzers on them. Boxes with buzzer- buzzers. <laughs> the the budget on no this. No wires, either. Yeah. <laughs> no wires. They're basically in this, like, they take the same classroom set as earlier and just rearrange all yeah. the desks. So it's just like, you know, two tables and, like, a podium in the mm-hmm. middle. And all the students have these big gray boxes with, like, big red buzzers on them. And I was like, where do you buy, like... Yeah. Where do you get where do you yeah. get a finished placard with the two teachers' names on them? Yeah. Like molded in plastic. Yeah. Just for true. this competition. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> I it's, think, yeah. It's like when you go to the container store and you're like, oh, that's where you buy acrylic shelves. Yeah, yeah. It's like that's what I'll put my action figures. There is a place, place for that. That's yeah. why I like going to the container store, because you get to like live out your and I don't know, like, like retail oh, fantasies. Right, mm-hmm. and you think like there's no way I'll find a, a small cabinet that's only like twelve inches yeah. wide. It's like, oh no, yes, of course. It's yeah, here. There you yeah. Go. Or when you go to all the um like Office Max or Staples and you go to the aisle that has like all like the janitor signs on it, like yeah. bathroom, yes. bathroom, office. I'm like, oh, these They're are those here. things. Like, oh, I can just have those. Yeah, like, <laughs> as if it's a treat. Special like like if you were yeah. like if you bought one, it would be like pulling a stop sign down. Yeah. Am I allowed? <laughs> it's like if you found like a little hourglass to buy somewhere. Like little yeah. individual yeah. taboo pieces. Somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I can just buy the buzzer. Like I don't know, it just seems oh. fun. So we get to the um the the fight, you know, the mm-hmm. showdown. Yeah. Fight. And it goes, you know, how you expect it. Correct. And, uh, you know, and it's Omar. 
Arwen's just answering everything. Okay, yeah. he's like not just smart, he's a literal genius. Like yeah. they're not yeah. making a big enough deal about how like he shouldn't be need to be know. like in prep school. Do they even yeah. justify why it's like, yeah, I'm like my dad was a history teacher or no, like I, I only watch the history channel or he's, he's like, just no, like, I'm just I'm I, smart. Yeah. And I don't think it's cool. So right. I, I also hide it. That never comes back up again. No. No. he... I've seen later episodes, because I've seen, like, all the Halloween ones, and maybe some Thanksgiving Christmas ones, and he's kind of just, like, an average, dumb, funny student. Right. Every course. other episode. Every yeah, yeah. But just this one episode, he's a literal genius. Yeah. Yeah. Who can answer questions just hearing, like, a date, and he's right. like, boom, Boston Tea Party. Right? Okay, so here's some, here here's a no prize for that. Ooh, right? yeah. So, uh, my guess is, he was this smart. And then uh, after uh, after everybody left the room, okay. it was just the mutiny kids, and the jar of bugs was still there. Um, and one of them dared him to eat one of these bugs, and it like messed his brain up so bad oh, that cool. like he like <laughs> lost. It was a smarts. bug that had previously eaten pages from you know, a history book. Yeah. I appreciate that, but also the British. The British teacher was supposed to eat the bugs, and why didn't you get to see that? Yeah, honestly, thank you. Yeah, the episode just ends, like, abruptly, in a way. Oh, wait, here's another explanation. Oh, okay. Um, He crossed Mr. Cooper at some point in the future, and Mr. Cooper wore his mind gem to alter this man's intelligence. Time and mind. Time and mind, yeah. Very good. There you go. Or from the future, and he got the... Or maybe Erwin bribed Robin. He went and he uh, gave her the 200 bucks. Oh maybe that's it. But then, but then he also knew the questions in the classroom, but still, maybe well, that was part of it. He was also smart enough to make the system work for him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so then, like, that makes, like, Mr. Cooper's just gloating the fuck out of everything. Yes. He's, oh, yeah. He's, like, wanting to make sure that the numbers get turned. Yeah. He's making the other three students feel bad. Yeah. He's making them feel real bad. Really about bad. They're like, you can just put three dummies up here. Already did. Yeah. Boom. The the change of heart in this scene, there's many of them, and it happens yeah. so quickly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he goes from, like, I want to win at all costs to, hey, man, just hang back and let them get it eventually. And then, two yeah. seconds later, the students are like, wait, we don't want to answer the questions. We just want Urban to answer the yeah, questions. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you literally just said, <laughs> not a minute ago, that yeah. <laughs> you wanted to answer questions because you felt and then stupid. They, they also, like, at the break, they're also like, we're out of here. Yeah. And they do a piece they're like like in his face, yeah. like directly in his face, and then they come back. Just no, then, they just all yeah. walk back. Nobody said anything to them. They just come mm-hmm. back. Yeah. They so, were like, "Well, what do you want to do? I don't know. I guess we could hang with Mr. Cooper." That's good. So then they come back <laughs> and they do that. There's just like a, a lot of back and forth. Um, the one question that uh, Omar Gooding misses is like, Next "Question: Who was responsible for the assassination of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.?" Irvin, the CIA. I'm sorry, Irvin. It was James Earl Ray. Wait a minute. Are you crazy? Everybody knows it was the government. You just don't want to say because you work for him. You're selling out. Did anyone laugh at that? I don't think no, so. I think it people just didn't like, laugh until Mark Curry said, like, no, we know the government did it. Yeah. I, I feel like I feel like they, you know, they shoot these in front of a live studio audience. Like, that was like an audience full of, like, white tourists yeah. that <laughs> saw that episode. And he it. said yeah. CIA. And they were like, mm, 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 Was it really mm, the CIA? Yeah. Mm. He's the genius, not, so that must be I'm right. not well-versed on... I'm very into, like, JFK assassination theories. Like, I've right. watched... I watched a documentary that was on Netflix, so you know, you so you know it's good. Yes, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Not just anyone can put a thing on Netflix. No, they yeah. can't. About how they, they, like, went through this whole thing about how they think that the second... Like, the second shooter was actually just 
a secret service agent in the car behind him. Mm. Oh, yeah. Because they, like, they, they go through this whole thing, and it's like the trajectories of the bullet are at different angles, allegedly. Yeah. And so, like, one is obviously coming from above or something. Yeah. But then another one comes from, like, you know, Listen, behind or whatever. Yeah. I believe it. I yeah. watch Scandal. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, I'm wanting to know, like, what are these... I want to know more about the CIA. Oh, I mean, yeah. that is a that is a posited, long-standing theory yeah. that that is what happened. Um, well, they blame like CIA, also JFK, CIA, like mm-hmm. right. CIA just you know murdered everyone. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I watched Adam ruins everything about conspiracy theories, though, so now I don't believe in them anymore. Oh, okay. Oh, Adam ruined those for you. Yeah, he ruined all yeah, my yeah. conspiracy yeah. theories. Yeah, because they ruined the truth. Yeah. Oh, fair. <clears throat> yeah, Adam fair. ruins most things. Mm-hmm. I guess you're part of a conspiracy theory, so I'm also. Pretty That's sure true. That, That's yeah. true. I, uh, people people think uh, oh, yeah. Pizza Rat is fake. Because, uh, <laughs> so now I, I am privy to them as well. Like, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's like it's so <laughs> not to bring up Pizza Rat. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, not to be rat. that girlfriend. But <laughs> Matt literally did Pizza Rat. It kind yeah. of it, it all circles back. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you can't say you can't bugs. say I shot Pizza Rat because that sounds like I did a very different thing. Yes, yeah, you yeah. filmed yeah, Pizza filmed Rat. Is, yeah. <laughs> Responsible for the death of Pizza Rat. <laughs> yeah. I orchestrated Pizza Rat. Yeah, pizza Rat yeah. so. The moon landing yeah. in this. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, I, you man. can tell that it's again. Well, it's because I know you and Pat Bayer. It's like I know Pizza Rat is real because like. Who, yes. Yeah. Because you can hear Pat Pat Bear in the back like, "Hey, live your life." Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Get that shit. Yeah. Like that's, yeah. Of course. And also, if Matt had been working with a rat trainer for months, I think somebody would have known about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like um, I feel like there are I uh, I may not always spend my time like the best, but I don't think that that's a way that I would no. use my time. And also, the thing is like. If you think Pizza Rat is fake, you don't live in New York City because right. that's just like I've seen. Pigeons just hanging out on subway cars, just like walking around. Like, yeah, right. And like everyone, I remember. It's not that surprising. Yeah. <clears throat> no. Yeah. I right. just see crazy shit literally right. all the time, and I'm more like roll my eyes and like right. ugh, right. this fantastical thing that's happening. Exactly. Like I was at the food court what like a couple months ago, and a pigeon was in the food court, and it was just like sitting on the chair next to me, and I was yeah. like looking at it like. Get no away. away. Yeah. Like, Get uh, out. We'll just sit here and be fine. Six yeah. taken. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, CIA. Anyway. So, that, <laughs> so Cooper mainstreamed the idea that the CIA murdered Martin Yes, King. yes, mm-hmm. he mainstreamed it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the then we get the final question, which... Oh, yes. On board for. Oh, this uh, is this is 100% in your wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. Are presidents your wheelhouse, too? Well, this one, yeah. boom, boom, boom. Oh, yeah, there you <laughs> go. Pointing to the presidential biography Got on my it. show mm-hmm. that I haven't read yet. I've read the first couple chapters. Um, they ask, like, who are the who are the bachelors? If any U.S. presidents were bachelors, Isaac, mm-hmm. James Buchanan. I'm sorry, Isaac, but that's not a complete answer. <laughs> Lewis, no, 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 no. Buchanan and Grover Cleveland. Cleveland, Mary, while in office. Yes! The question was confusing. Who, if any, were presidents that were bachelors? It made it sound like you could only say, you didn't have to say them all. Yeah. It was like a little confusing to me. So I was like, oh, that feels right. But then I I don't, I mean, because the smart kid says James Buchanan. Right. Which is correct because he was a gay man. Yes. He was totally gay. Um, Allegedly, but also history erases queer 
stories all the time. So right. going by the context clues of things we know. He was can, just a single uh, man who had a best friend. Yeah. For 12 years. Yeah. And they lived together. <laughs> and he was engaged when he was 20, but then she committed suicide. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> and then he was so heartbroken that he uh-huh. never got married again. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, I know way too much about him. Um, but that isn't the only answer. Yes. Because the other one is... Grover Cleveland. Uh-huh. Grover Cleveland, maybe. Who got married in office. Yeah. I, did, so I didn't know that. And Lewis also specifies that in yeah. his answer. And can, can I tell you that when when they asked the question, my my first thought was, oh, JFK. But that's... <laughs> Famously not. Famously not. Famously not. <laughs> yeah. Not a bachelor. But in my head, I was like, didn't he like slip around a bunch? So then, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He was a dirty dog. A dirty dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, it, the question wasn't, which which presidents considered themselves bachelors? Yeah, Bill yeah. Clinton. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> like, um, yeah. And then that, that wins. That Since Luis, yeah. who, you know, was struggling earlier, since he... Well, I know he was the smartest one initially. He answered four he questions was. right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, what yeah. happened to that? That's right, he was the smart one. They should have made, yeah. like, the other girl or the the guy with the beeper. Yeah. Yes. Like, yes. they should have one of them right. right. Because they never answered anything right. 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 They were only there because they answered fake questions correctly. Right. <laughs> oh, no, it was the fake question kid that got it. Oh, it, it was? was the fake question kid. Oh, yeah. Okay, good. Lewis, Lewis was wearing the uh, the Letterman jacket. Mm-hmm. Oh, right? yeah. And he was, because uh, I realized, I was like, wait a minute, I saw that jacket on someone else already. That's and then right. I was like, oh, it's probably They're the, the high school. Ones. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that, the kid that, the kid that gets the correct answer was the one wearing the Oaktown hat. Yeah. Earlier in the, Oh, right, yeah. Earlier oh. in the episode. So then they win, and then the episode is, like, immediately done. It's done, Like, right there's away, nothing. Right? That was it. Uh, the cult, the stinger at the end over the credits is the resolution of the B-plot, where, like, Tyler's like, my dad said I couldn't keep him, and then Vanessa's like, hell yeah, and then he's like, and then I cried, and he said I could. Yeah. yeah. That's right, I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> And then, and then apparently no, we the didn't dad. Get to see him eat the bugs. Yeah, we never. We got to see the PE teacher eat a whole bunch of those obviously rubber bugs. Right. Well, yeah. Well, you're not gonna splurge on getting like animatronics. Or anything. No. But this this teacher too, like in the teacher lounge scene at the beginning of the episode, he excitedly gets up and talks about Nom and shakes while he yeah, does. Uh-huh. Like and he's a recurring character. Yes. Wow. Because I've seen an episode. There's a later episode. It might be even season one where there's like a. I think it's like a Halloween episode, and there's like a Halloween-like thing at the mm-hmm. Christmas thing. Yeah. He, he's running like a booth of like army stuff, and of he's course. like totally in he's it. He's very strong. His yes. arms were very big. Oh, yeah. 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 He looked jacked. Yeah. 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 Wow. Um, he's a danger. You know, to, it's a danger. to himself, yes. he needs to get therapy. It's true. Oh, yeah. I also love Vanessa's therapy comment. Oh, yeah. She oh, just yeah. said, I can't afford therapy this week. But it's yeah. okay, because I have, I have this a dog. Stuff. Which is really... How much is her therapy? Oh, $400? Yeah. That's how much she gave away. 400 bucks a week. That's bad insurance. Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) I got ready for some must-have facts. Oh, Oh, yeah. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. As I told you all beforehand, this was the mo- I, I'm assuming this was the most watched episode of the show um, because season one was the only season where it was in the top 30 and this is mm-hmm. the most watched episode oh. of that season. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. So how many people do you think watched this episode? Give me a number. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm going to say 7 million. 7? Oh, wow. Okay. Um, I was going to say a lot less than that. Um, 2 million. 25.6 million oh people. Whoa! It, that it was in the top 30. That's not even... You didn't say top 10. You said top 30, which is yeah. insane. Wow. So it was number 7 for the week. What? Whoa. For the, wow. for the week, it was the 7th and it had 25.6 million people. It was tied with Home Improvement. Wow. So the top five shows of the week this aired was, number five was The Disappearance of Nora, which I'll be getting to in a second. Okay. Uh, four was Murder, She Wrote, three Murphy Brown, two Roseanne, and one 60 Minutes. Wow. This... Unreal. Not a lot has changed, you know. Yeah, 60 people's... Minutes being number one is weird. Um, yeah. So The Disappearance of Nora was a TV movie thriller starring Veronica Hamill and... Noted child pornography haver Stephen Collins from Seventh Heaven. Oh, the dad. Yeah. Um, the, the plot apparently was a beautiful woman is lost in the Las Vegas desert. She does not remember who she is or how she got there. So the manager of a casino makes offers to help. And that was a TV movie. TV movie thriller. Fifth most watched thing wow. of the week. What cha- do you know a channel or no? I didn't write it yet. down. The, the, TV, wow. the TV movie, kind of a thing of the past. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Because yeah. now it's all like the miniseries. Miniseries. Yeah. Like anthology. Anthology. Like I'm watching AMC's The Terror right, right. now, which right. is essentially like a miniseries of yesteryear. Yes. Oh, okay. Because um, before, yeah, like before they would do, you know, like three two hour things. Right. Now they do like six one hour right. things. Right. Is that like the OJ yeah. series? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wow. Like, it's so... That's so weird. That's um, really funny. Also, 60 Minutes. But that, that makes sense because, I don't know, people love watching that show yeah. now still, I yeah. think. Yeah. Well, it was... There could have been a really good... What is it? Like, John Bonet was on or something? I don't know. Yeah, it was yeah. like March 93. 60 Minutes was still considered sort of like the pioneering... I mean, it pioneered the news magazine format. Yeah. Right? I do want to know now what was on that 60 Minutes. Yeah, episode. definitely. Yeah. I mean, this is, you know, we're in month two of the Clinton presidency, March oh, 93. Wow. So, you know, that's... Mm-hmm. Okay. Turnover. Uh-huh. Um, so on IMDb, six rate six users. So not really like a panel of experts. There, not a huge sample six. size here. Um, uh, twenty five million that saw it. Yeah. Gave this a six point two out of ten. Wow. Huh. Wow. I would go higher than that. I would definitely yeah. higher than that. Higher than that. I would I mean I would give us a solid like seven point. Oh, yeah. Six. It was yeah, very yeah. entertaining. I'd give it a full point ahead of uh, more than what yeah. was given there. For yeah, sure. seven points. Yeah. I will say, like, this episode moved. It <laughs> like, moved. it. There, were, there was like, no fat, no fat on this, there was, on this no. script. There was so little fat. They were like, you know, we don't even have time for a scene up top. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like, say, this is what's there. happening. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. We, we need to we need to access your powers of infinity yeah. to get us through this plot as quickly as possible. It was a lot of possible. like, here's a conflict, and then a, a line later, you're right. I'm moving on. Let's do it. And yeah. Then yeah. 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 Because like that whole like, don't tell uh, about it. Here's two hundred bucks. Okay. Cool. Done. I know. Plot resolved. Yeah. <laughs> the whole like, I, I don't want to be known as being smart. Plot resolved, like, yeah, immediately. Like, that could have been the whole show. Dr. Dre, got yeah. it. Awesome. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and also, like, let the other people play. No, no. Yeah, yeah sure. Cool, sure. good. Cool. We, we don't want to do it. Now we do. We're on. Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> So the ABC Tuesday night lineup at this time was Full House, Hang On Mr. Cooper, Roseanne, and then the Jackie Thomas show. Oh, man, Jackie Thomas, Tom Arnold. So this is the oh. one season. I So for one season... Tom Arnold had a show, a sitcom, The Jackie Thomas Show, which was about an actor named Tom Arnold played an actor named Jackie Thomas who on the show was doing a sitcom. Oh. And he was kind of a terror to work with. Yeah. He was he was like a diva star a and character, kind of insane. But also wow. like an actor. So yeah, this was the highest rated episode of Hang On Mr. Cooper. Wow. Um, which I... It, I, I scrolled through the ratings of all of season one and it was like consistently in like the 20 million... Range. Wow. Unbelievable. Like this was only like this was a twenty five million and two of two other episodes were like a twenty four million. Most of them were between twenty and twenty one. Yeah. A couple were at like sixteen. Yeah. Crazy. Second, third, and fourth season it was moved oh, to Friday, it, right? And it like Yeah. It's not the top thirty then. So yeah. probably only like thirteen million yeah, really? or something. Oh boy. Oh man. Two million. Um who had the must see performance in this episode? Oh yeah. I'm gonna go with um, Omar Gooding. Yeah? Yeah, I don't know. I thought he was great. Yeah, he yeah. was, yeah. I liked him. Uh, I'm gonna go with, uh, Dino. Dino oh, the dog! Dog was, dog Rude. was great. What? Are you kidding me? Rude. He's an old actor. Yeah. yeah. Still got new Give tricks. Him. He was great. He was like, just, just point me at a camera. Oh <laughs> Where God. are we, wait, where's my light? Am I here? Well, he did a really Great. good job doing tug of war with Vanessa over the yeah. shit. Like, you know, yeah, it's yeah. nice. Uh, see, I'll, I mean, maybe I'll be different. And I will. I'll give it to Mark. Yeah, because yeah. I do like he made it his own. He yeah. is. He is a force of nature. On you see yes. why he got a TV show. Yeah, Definitely. maybe he's not an actor, but you know what? Jerry Seinfeld wasn't an actor. Roseanne right. isn't an actor, and Tim Allen aren't act like right. yeah. being an actor is not a prereq for having a show. No, no. but. His charisma is off the charts. Yes. The way that he naturally just delivers all those lines to the point where you do think he probably improvised or like riffed. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of riffing. Definitely. It is so loose. And he's really good. What has he done since? Did he have another yeah. sitcom after Hang on Mr. Cooper? That's a great question. I don't think that he did. Um, I feel like I've seen him pop up in like bit places where you go, oh my God, I remember Mark Curry. That's, yeah. Why not? I mean, Why not? Uh, I guess we need to investigate. Who well, knows? yeah, I mean, I feel yeah. like this was just, like, so central around him, so I feel like the next thing would have to just be another uh, yeah. show about him. It's just him. like, what's the... Yeah. It's a Curry. Right. Oh. Gonna... Curry some favor. Right. Okay, so he was... Um, oh, so he had hosted Showtime at the Apollo in the 90s, I think, oh, before, okay. which is probably where you got, you know, a lot of the... Uh, you know, you have to have a lot of personality to host... And a lot of suits. Showtime. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And then uh, starred in Nick at Night's first ever live-action family comedy series, See Dad Run. 
Oh. He was uh, Scott Bayo's best friend from 2012 to 2015. Wow. Oh. Okay. I kind of love all those Nick at Night and TV Land sitcoms that mm-hmm. just take all the old sitcom actors and just like rearrange them like yeah. Fantasy League. 2012 to 2015? Mm-hmm. That was recently. Yeah. That just what? Ended. That like just ended. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right. He was the host of Don't Forget Your Toothbrush on Comedy Central. So oh. this was a game show where like you basically... after Cooper. Uh, that was in 2000. Oh, okay. So, so yeah. it was a game show where you would show up with your bags already yes. packed. Oh. And, like, if you won, they sent you immediately to the airport to go on the vacation that you won. Whoa. Yeah, That's yeah. That's a cool I game remember, show. I remember yeah. watching that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, must other people see this episode? Yes. Yes, I think so. I think it's a really great sort of encapsulation of how um, there's so much bizarreness to it. Yeah. But then so much banality. And I don't mean that in a bad way. It just, it's this interesting mix. And also going into it knowing that 25 million people watched this. Yeah. That like, this was what mainstream sitcoms were at that time. Yeah. It is, it is, uh, it's, I think it's because it is so fast. Yeah. It -hmm. moves so quick that you never, I was never bored. No. And things happen at such a pace that a lot of it caught me off guard. Right. And therefore made me laugh. Exactly. Yeah. Like. clipped along so much that I was, I did laugh. Yeah. 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 I mean, the cutaway of him eating bugs, a jar of beetles, was one of the most bizarre things I've ever seen. And And even (laughs) just, like, right from the get-go, the opening is, like, so insane that that is even happening. And you're like, what? All right. Strapping in. Here we go. So, was the first crossover guest on Mr. Cooper from TGIF, Comet the Dog? Episode 2, Michelle shows up. Michelle shows up. There you go. TGIF started a tradition, I think, because, like, in episode 2 of Step by Step, Urkel shows up. Yeah. So, they would launch new shows, they would have a pilot, and then episode 2, they would be like... And now here's a character that you know. Keep watching. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. A Miller Boyette character shows yeah. up. Yeah. And... I did a whole article on Decider that people can go read about how TG, the TGIF universe. Yeah. There's a lot of crossover episodes. Yeah. Like it's all yeah. connected. Wow. And it all goes back to Perfect Strangers. Yep. Wow. So now we'll do a last segment from the great TV sitcom book by Rick Mitz, which is a textbook size book published in 1983 that has little capsule... Uh, blurbs about every sitcom from 1949 to 1983. Wow. Yep. For context, according to this book, Cheers, who knows if it's going to be a hit. Wow. <laughs> that is how old this book is. Wow. Who knows? Um, Just started. Yeah, like at the end it's like, Newhart, Cheers, who knows? Who knows? We'll see. So I'm going to open up and find... Let's go... Okay. So this is the 1951-1952 TV season. Do you want to hear about... God... It's a business? What? Question With a mark? question With mark. With a question mark. Oh my god. <laughs> Those two, two girls named Smith or young Mr. Bobbin. Definitely, it's a business. <laughs> there yeah. you go. Yeah. Wait, you mispronounced it. It's a business? Yeah. <laughs> so, Definitely. So, yeah. it's a business? Yeah. Uh, Dorothy Loudon, Leo DeLion, and Bob Hames starred, but for only two months, in this Victorian sitcom all about music publishers who spent their time and ours demonstrating their songs Diddy's like after the ball is over. Sometimes there were guest stars visiting vaudevillians who joined the partners, the men, naturally, and their secretary, the woman, naturally. So, Leo DeLion and Bob Hames played Victorian-era music publishers that were partners 
And Dorothy Loudon played their secretary. So I guess it's like, it's a business, like show business. <laughs> it's a, but it's, it's a, a business? business? <laughs> like, we don't know. Are we a business? Are that we doing good? doesn't explain this was anything. This was pitched under the title Victorian Music Publishers. And the executive... The executive that greenlit it There's had like, one it's question. A yeah. It's a business? Yeah. They were like, yeah. That's it. <laughs> That's the name. So this show debuted the same year that I Love Lucy did, which is why, like, it it's fascinating. That, yeah. <sighs> I, like, I guess it was more like a variety show, it sounds like. I, That's what it's guessed. We would just have vaudevillians walk in and do ditties <laughs> and then leave. I wonder, yeah, I wonder if it was pitched more like that. Like, listen, this is our, these are our characters, but also people might show up. Wait, so it, so is it a show? Is it a business? It's a business? Uh It's a business? Yeah. Okay. okay, The title may, so do you think we could reboot It's a Business nowadays? On Vice. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a hard hitting, like, one of the music industry. um, Yeah, yeah. I I have taken ayahuasca before rolling the camera (laughs) and the effects will be kicking in. I guess it kind of just shows what I Love Lucy did for the sitcom. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, we did this, me and Ben uh, Regib talked about Life with Elizabeth, which was yeah. around the same time as Betty White's first ever sitcom. Oh. And it was structured, every episode would have, like, three basically vignettes. It was basically more of a sketch show. Yeah. Where they would have, like, in this episode, the husband and wife do these three things, beginning, middle, and it was hosted by a person who would, like, come out and be like, this week on the show, kind of like... Mark Curry on this. Yeah. Wow. Um, okay. But it's it's interesting to see like back then they didn't know what it's like TV was new. Like it could look like this. It could look like yeah. this. And I Love Lucy is essentially like this is what it looks like. Right. And everything, even shows today, still vaguely yeah. look like I Love Lucy. It was such a groundbreaking show. It like really yeah. established the tone and like Use look film. of television. <laughs> right. Yeah. Use multiple cameras. Right. Maybe tell one story. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then, but then you have shows like It's a Business. Yeah. Which well, is just like a like. Really sure. We have all these old Vaudevillians who haven't died yet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just put them on camera. Can we yeah, like yeah. cycle them through? We still have yeah. studio contracts on these guys. Let's just get them their last appearance and shove them off. Uh, but it only lasted two months. It's wow. probably like eight episodes. Man. So we will never talk about It's a Business. No. Oh, we will never talk about It's a Business <laughs> yeah. again on this show. Although I would kind of love to do a whole episode just so we could keep saying It's a Business. It's a Business. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. What is the deal? Okay. Uh, thank you guys so much for coming out and hanging. Yeah, yeah. Thanks uh, for having us. Where can people White. find y'all online if they want to talk about hanging with Mr. Cooper or It's a Business? It's a Business. Um, I'm at Becky Chacoin on all fronts. Uh, that's <laughs> all good. Fronts. That's good social media management. Thank you so much. Uh-huh. <laughs> and you can plug uh, oh. the Jimmy Fallon where you got to meet oh, Tina Fey. I got to meet Tina Fey, so you can go to... JimmyFallon.com. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, Let's look up. Yeah. Um, I also have a show called OSFUG at the Upright Citizens Brigade in Hell's Kitchen. We're monthly, the first Monday of every month. There you yeah. go. Okay. Is that what we're doing? We're plugging? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Plug it up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, uh, I'm the Matt Little on Twitter, at Matt Little on Instagram. Uh, also follow our puppy on Instagram, at Bill the Good Boy. Yeah, so uh, And I host uh, a stand-up comedy show called Lasers in the Jungle every Thursday at 7.30 in New York. Yeah. And go back and listen to the first episode with, we were talking about Friends. Yes. Which was written by the same guys that wrote this episode. Wow. Can't believe. Uh, and then you can also go back and listen to our Full House episode where, oh God, that Full House is such a great show. Oh man. DJ, That's... DJ eating in the phone booth. Yeah. 
first day of school. Yeah, and then the creepo dude, oh, the creepo that. kid yep. in the background, just staring in the uh, in the. Uh, oh yeah. man, still one of the Jeffrey creepiest. Was, yeah, good times. Thanks. Yeah. Hey, and that does it for this week's episode of Must Have Seen TV. Thanks again to my guests Matt Little and Becky Chicoin for dropping by and talking about hanging with Mr. Cooper with me this week. Next week, I'll be talking about the George and Leo episode, Pilot. Pilot is in Season 1, and it is Episode 1 of George and Leo. You can watch George and Leo on the Must Have Seen TV YouTube page. Just go to YouTube and search for, I guess, either Must Have Seen TV or probably George and Leo Pilot and watch it there. Until then, I want to hear from you. Tweet your questions about sitcoms to at Must Have Seen TV or send them to musthaveseentv at gmail.com. You can follow the podcast on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Tumblr at Must Have Seen TV. If you like what you heard, please rate and review the show in iTunes. It really helps. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Brett White. Read the words that I write at decider.com. The theme song is Patricia's Moving Picture by The Go Team. Thanks to ACAST for hosting the podcast. Thanks to you for listening. And I'll see you next week on Must Have Seen TV. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.